Hello, thanks for tuning in to Learn, Grow, Succeed, the leadership podcast with me, Tom Hallett. This podcast is all about providing you with insights and tips to help you on your journey towards exceptional leadership. Hi guys, this is Tom Hallett back on the Learn, Grow, Succeed podcast. Thank you so much for uh, downloading, streaming and listening to us yet again and I uh, hope the next sort of 10, 12 minutes uh, really helps you in your uh, personal and professional development. So today's podcast is all about developing your team in our current pandemic driven world, a topic that many leaders will be thinking about right now. In fact, I'd be surprised if there were any that aren't. Now, will the traditional ways of of learning and development still be relevant in the post-pandemic business world or will there be a need for a new methodology or, or practices? And if so, you know, what will these methods look like? So we'll get into that in a moment, Um, but as ever, if you're new to the Learn, Grow, Succeed podcast, a very big welcome, thanks for joining us. And as all the regular listeners joining in, thank you for also being a regular listener, Um, but as you all know, you can find a transcript of this podcast on the XL Communications website at xl-communications.com and there's loads of really good content in there, Uh, webinars, all the back catalogue of podcasts, white papers, you name it. So after the extraordinary year we've all had and as we emerge into the new working landscape, leading your team has the potential to be challenging for a huge variety of reasons. Your team might have changed with fewer or different members. Some of your colleagues might have been affected personally by COVID-19 or your business goals and ways of working might have changed too. Again, I'd be surprised if there were many people out there who who said it hadn't. Um, Some of your team may have experienced furlough in, in those countries that I guess are lucky enough to have those kind of schemes and others have been working. And without a doubt, working remotely away from your normal culture environment will have made an impact on your teams. All of which you need to take into consideration as you continually develop your team. So in today's podcast, let's look at different places to start. So the first thing to uh, consider is dealing with change. As a leader, one of the first things you need to address is the way your team and your organisation has changed due to COVID. Change management is a crucial part of leadership and it has never been more essential. Even for teams and organisations who have come through the pandemic mostly untouched, you are now operating in a world that has been significantly affected by the pandemic, which you have to acknowledge. Cotter's model of change management states that 75% of a company's management needs to buy into any change that occurs for it to work. So your leaders must be on the same page when it comes to how your organisation is now operating in a post-pandemic world. Here are four of the main areas of change to focus on on right now. The first, defining how your organisation is operating for the safety and security of employees, both in a physical safety sense and organisational changes to look after people's jobs. This one's quite hard, but it sounds quite simple. Celebrating the successes of the business for making it through the pandemic so far and the achievements that the team has secured along the way. This is often missed and is yet so important. 
Demonstrating transparent communication with employees at all levels. All of your team need to feel like they are included and informed about what is happening, which could be contributing to further change in the business. And finally, um, consider personal changes going on for people and what the business is doing to support them, whether that's homeschooling um, or whatever changes are going on in people's lives, which are, are considerable. So how does acknowledging change help in the development of your team? Well, you need to set intentions for your new culture. So while many organisations did not plan on pressing reset uh, in 2020, the world has changed and we must change with it. Many businesses are happy with the organisational culture they have cultivated. But even great cultures sometimes only work when things are going well and suffer during times of crisis. It's really important during these pivotal months as we leave the crisis stage of COVID and make our way through the recovery that you outline the culture of your organisation for our new normal. Developing your team in a post-pandemic world will depend on how impactful and uniting your culture is. In a recent McKinsey article I read, they highlighted the importance of striking the right balance between supportive and challenging leadership. And your team must feel supported to step up during difficult times, but they must also feel challenged to explore new approaches, to take the lead and work independently, even in stretching situations. And this is something that's going to be more relevant than ever with the continuation of remote working that we are experiencing and I don't think will ever go away. Your new company culture should address remote working and the importance of flexibility. And I know there are different types of COVID restrictions going on in different countries around the world. And here in the UK, we're seeing more local lockdowns um, and changes to working guidelines continuously. So um, I guess being flexible to working uh, practices is, is a key one there. And one thing I would also add in here is if you're thinking, well, you, you know, as a leader in a business, you're not quite sure what your culture is. Well, you should write it down, define it, work with your teams to understand what your culture is now and see if that is what the, the culture that you want to have is um, or whether you need to go through a process to, to change the culture, the working culture within your business. So now let's look at the role of learning in your post-pandemic culture. It often takes a time of crisis to see gaps or opportunities in, in a business. Many companies only really stop and take stock after a challenging time. Um, that's because you know it's when issues that can otherwise get brushed aside during normal circumstances really, really come to the surface. And I'm sure many of you out there have seen this where um, operational efficiencies and things like that, which previously went unnoticed, now are of paramount importance. It's also a time where employees, employers sorry, see the value of having highly talented people in the right roles. So let me share some data about the value of learning and developing your employee, sorry, learning and developing your employees as you navigate what is happening in your organisation. The Society for Human Resource Management estimates that the cost of replacing an employee can be as high as 60% of their annual salary and the total associated costs of employee turnover can be as high as 200% of their salary. So let me translate that because big, some big numbers which may not, may not have made sense um, in what you're doing. The cost of replacing an HR manager can be up to 103,000 
£1,000, while the cost of training the same individual could be less than £1,000, depending on the training programmes that you implement. The benefits of training to develop your current team are just what many companies will need right now. It's a cost-effective way of ensuring your team are being developed in the right way to benefit and strengthen your organisation. And finally today, let's look at the benefits of using an external trainer versus an in-house an in-house person. There are three main considerations when it comes to, to learning programmes and developing your team, and they are time, cost and flexibility. The time it takes for an employer to put together a, a development programme to create the materials and research how best to deliver the core ideas can be a really lengthy process and that's understandable if if development is not something you engage in regularly the cost is tied up with the time as i mentioned it's far more costly to hire new employees than it is to develop existing ones but spending time creating development programs from scratch is costly both in time and money and finally flexibility when developing employees in a post-pandemic world, this will give you the flexibility you need to create the next generation of your workforce to embed that new culture that you are probably developing. Where you know your team lacks skills such as leadership, management, uh, communication skills for the post-pandemic age, you can bring in external experts who can quickly implement the training and development programs your team needs to develop in these key areas. So to summarise, developing your people in a post-pandemic world will focus on four areas. Their ability to deal with change, the um, ability to create a new company culture for this new world that we're operating in, a focus on development of your people and utilising uh, experts and a mix of training providers and development providers, some internal, some external, to deliver this, tr this training and development in a highly impactful and cost-effective way. If you want any more information on developing your leadership management skills, head over to our blog, which contains hundreds of articles on all aspects of leadership, and there'll be a link in the comments as ever. And if you've enjoyed uh, listening to us today, please do hit the subscribe button, whether you're in iTunes um, or Spotify. Um, it really is appreciated. So thanks as ever for listening, and I will speak to you again soon.